Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hi, Kisama. Eka kwenye kikutsuare kule Rama. Kibona kure kikama. Tule tumobisha nama. Hola! Well, and let's hope that the only thing you'll shed is clothes and nothing else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and just looking at uh, the stock markets here, Clive, Asian stocks dropping as China's manufacturing slump uh, actually goes on to boost the yen. Yeah, it seems like we still haven't recovered completely from the uh, uh, the three-year low that we fell with the Chinese markets, obviously not recovering fully. And what's happening now, Sikin, is that we had manufacturing data coming out yesterday out of China. Ah, my goodness, 47, 49.7 uh, points. Remember, the target is 50. And last day, month before, if you remember, in July, we had that 50.1, which sort of like gave us some hope. And then it goes down yesterday, and so it shows that we are still under pressure. Chinese market is still under pressure. And that just spurred a lot of speculation. For example, people are saying, like you were mentioning now, that target of 7% of GDP, will that be possible? Will it be reached? And the simple answer is, no, because we've seen now for the third time consistently how the PMI number has not gone in the way of China. And so we might actually be looking at something around 6.5 to 6.8, and that's what a lot of commentators are referring to. So very, very tough times if you look at the MSCI Asia Pacific, for example. The index dropped uh, for a second day, losing about 1.3%. You look at as well the topics, the Japanese stock market also going down by 2.5%. So not a good start to the Asian market for a week. Second day again, we're still in the negative. And what's happening in the United States? Seemingly, uh, they're feeling a lot of volatility at the moment. Yeah, there's this thing called the VIX, which is the volatility index. Now, just to give people an indication of what volatility is about, um, if you look at a graph and it's got a lot of spikes and lows and ups and downs, and that's exactly what we are talking about. It's about the relative move, the shift of the market, which has never uh, done uh, such a Big, big well-up since um, uh, back in 2008 when the stock market actually crushed. So how does this impact us and the local side and Sebastian? So it shows you that there's a lot of volatility. Sometimes when markets are this volatile, in actual fact, somebody from Goldman Sachs said that yesterday. So when markets are this volatile, investors are quick to move into emerging markets. But because the currencies of the emerging markets are not necessarily strong, People are finding other alternatives. Um, I wanted to ask him what, but I obviously could not do that. But here's what's important. Uh, They reckon that uh, when it finally did switch, when the the fix did switch eventually, it went up as much as 90%. That is volatility of 53.929%, which is not necessarily great, Sakina. So when you see those volatile markets, it tells you that people will be terrified to go into the equity space because of the volatile or the volatility in the market at that particular time. And that's what the U.S. is suffering from now. And looking at our own numbers here at home, a trade deficit in July increased? Yeah, unfortunately. that I don't know how. Yeah, it just to help our listeners understand, the only way you fight trade deficit is by creating a market for exporting. You have to export more than what you import. And unfortunately, we, we have seen the export numbers decline simply because of the slowdown in the Chinese market and the, not, and the demand not being there as well. So that's created a little bit, a little bit of a problem. So, for example, we saw exports increase by 
4.7% to about 94.2 billion rand, while the imports also went up about 12.0% to about 94.6 billion. So you can see there's still a lot more importing taking place than the exporting. Uh, but what excited me, Sakia, and this is really, really close to my heart, is what we're talking about, about the uh, discovery, obviously, of oil and gases on the South African Ocean. I reckon that market alone, when it's fully functional, could create a space where we export a bit more than we import. And perhaps maybe that is the answer. I mean, that industry is set to be uh, uh, producing close to about 200, 300 billion um, uh, per year. So hopefully that will contribute about close to about 1% uh, 1 of our GDP. And that could help us actually sustain some of these deficits that we've seen in the trading platform. So I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm holding thumbs that it all goes well. Mm. Now, you can also go in and invest in the ocean ocean market, uh, Sakina. <laughs> Clive, amazing suits, and go there and just sit there by the ocean, and you can control the currency from there. <laughs> Alternatively, you could just make you know a hit CD and sell that. You know, um, Unati Thrudworm says you you in danger of becoming a a one hit CD wonder. So yeah. I don't know. You might you better work on your material there. Okay, while he catches his breath, we're going to let him go. And of course, he'll be back tomorrow. Our market analyst, Clive Ntozavantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.